Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll cover Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey that shows mortgage rates have fallen to a new all-time low, a study from the Urban Institute that claims gentrification comes from a lack of housing supply, and a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that shows the forbearance rate has declined. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Halley that covers Freddie Mac's weekly primary mortgage market survey. According to Halley, rates for a 30-year and a 15-year fixed mortgage fell to a new all-time low this week as a resurgence in the pandemic caused investors to buy more bonds, including mortgage-backed securities. Freddie Mac says the average rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage was 3.03%, down from 3.07% last week, marking the lowest level in a data series that goes back to 1971. Notably, the average 15-year rate fell to 2.51%, which is the lowest in almost 30 years of data, according to the Mortgage Financer. In reference to the report, Sam Qatar, Freddie Mac's chief economist, said these low rates will boost demand for housing. However, he warns that bad economic news could push mortgage rates down, and if states are forced to close businesses again, it'll take away from those eligible to purchase properties. Our next story comes from Julia Falcon and covers a recent study from the Urban Institute that reveals that higher housing costs as a result of the nation's lack of housing inventory is leading affluent buyers to seek out low or moderate income neighborhoods. Falcon says this practice, which creates gentrified neighborhoods, is now happening much quicker. According to Falcon's article, the 2018 Home Mortgage Disclosure Act and 2018 American Community Survey shows nationally 14% of low-income buyers are taking out new mortgages to buy homes homes in low or moderate income neighborhoods. This is happening at much lower rates than low income home ownership rates in these neighborhoods, which is 31%. Falcon says while the Urban Institute report was written shortly before the latest Humda data came out, the 2019 ACS data will not be available until this fall. That being said, the report still highlights there are considerably fewer borrowers with low incomes who have mortgages which is largely due to the lack of supply of houses for sale and mortgages at the lower end of the housing price spectrum. According to the survey, of households with moderate incomes earning 50 to 80% of an area's median income, the share of new mortgages is 31% compared to 21% of the share of current homeowners. For middle-income households earning 80 to 120% of an area median income, the share of mortgages is 27%, while rates of those already owning homes in the neighborhood are 21%. However, across the U.S., high-income households represent 45% of homeowners, 48% of all borrowers, and 28% of borrowers in low-to-moderate-income areas in 2018. Our last story also comes from Kathleen Halley and covers a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that shows in the last week of June, the U.S. mortgage forbearance rate fell to 8.39%. 
Holly says the drop in forbearances came as the nation's unemployment rate fell to 11.1% in June, from May's 13.3% based on job data collected mid-month when the nation was reopening businesses. During this time, the share of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac mortgages in forbearance dropped for the fourth week in a row to 6.17%, representing a nine-bias point improvement. Notably, Jenny May loans and forbearance decreased 11 bias points to 11.72%, and the forbearance share for portfolio loans and private label securities, including jumbo mortgages, increased by one bias point to 10.08%. In reference to the report, Mike Battantoni, NBA's chief economist, said data released last week shows the job market improved more than expected in June, which is why it's not surprising that forbearance numbers are improving as more people go back to their jobs. That being said, in a recent report, Goldman Sachs warns that in the past two weeks, states representing about 60% of the U.S. population have responded to the acceleration of the pandemic by pausing or reversing reopening plans. In fact, Goldman Sachs economists say this resurgence in the pandemic has already been much worse than anticipated, and further restrictions will likely be required in some states to bring the virus under control. This may be why Halley asked the question, how long will recent economic improvement hold? Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Daily Download. We're excited to share that The Daily Download is now available on Apple Podcasts, so be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss the latest coverage of what's happening in the housing industry. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts, so you can catch us wherever you want to listen. And now, since you're subscribed, we'll catch you again here tomorrow.